Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Hey, 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 ho, 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 your ugly face has got to go. Oh, it's time for another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. That's right, I said titillating sports with Rick Tittle. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529 gets you in. Coming to you from the home studios of the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. What you doing, what you got, what you get. This is why we're all here to talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, quidditch, roller ball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket. So get on in and 1-800-878-PLAY. We got some guests. Yeah, that's right. We have uh, Sergeant Major Bradley P. Jones coming up. Talk about his new book, Training the Deep. We also have writer-director Chris Canfield for his new film, Blackwood. We have the return of Ken Burns. That's right. Didn't they trade him to Carolina? That's Brent Burns. Ken Burns. Talk about his new project on PBS called The U.S. and the Holocaust. Uh, We're getting deep. It's serious. Third hour, George Gamble will join us. The very handsome soccer announcer from England. And then we'll talk to author Marshall John Fisher. That sounds like a Supreme Court justice. His new book, 17 and O, about the 1972 Dolphins. You know, the no-name defense, Jim Kick, Mercury Morris, Bob Greasy, Bob Kuchenberg, Nick Bonacani. The list goes on. Do you remember that team? Just me, Bueller. It's got to be kind of old. Uh, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. We'll get Twitch going here in a second. Also, uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, Channel 2, on your cable provider in 35 million homes, homes. Uh, Also, you can listen to us on uh, the radio (laughs) and sportsbyline.com. The Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. If this were a Reese's TV ad... 
you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? <laughs> okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 At Tub of Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. Many people who are vaccinated are getting sick from COVID. Fever is the leading sign of COVID, so everyone needs an accurate thermometer. Exergen Temporal Scanner's accuracy is backed by more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact devices can miss fevers and give false sense of security. Remember, vaccines may not be enough, and you need an accurate thermometer to stay safe. Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Right now, you deserve the network more people rely on. That's why we're introducing Welcome Unlimited for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. It includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of that, we have a member of our American Forces Command Sergeant Major Bradley Jones. He has a new book called Treading the Deep, Inspirational Lessons on Life and Leadership. Sergeant, welcome to the program. That's about as high as an NCO can get. Am I right? Absolutely, yeah. It, it, 
Um, the book is about my journey um, going from the lowest private all the way um, up to E9, uh, Command Sergeant Major. So uh, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, I was going to say E14. Like I knew it was something <laughs> something way up there. Um, so your perspective that you had, as you mentioned, as a buck private and everything that you went through, what, what were some of the takeaways when you thought, I got to get this out of my book? Um, the leaders that um, really had a huge impact on me, um, as I you know, progressed in my career, I looked back and recognized um, the things that they did for me, the um, lessons that I learned from them. And it, they didn't all distill upon me immediately. They kind of, you know, came over time. And so um, I wanted to pass on the, the lessons that I learned um, and the examples that were, were provided for me uh, to those soldiers. Uh, many times I would meet with new soldiers and they would ask me questions like, did you ever imagine yourself arriving or becoming a sergeant major? Or did you um, early in your career? And I would say, absolutely not. Um, but I wanted to be able to pass on to them the lessons and the, and the leaders that had a tremendous impact on me and, and my career and my life. You know, I'm always interested in how, you know, the, the training kicks in when, as they say, quite literally, the bullets start flying. So all the training you did in our deserts in this country, now you're in a desert in Kuwait. I mean, how surreal was that? It, it was um, nothing that you really ever expect to experience, um, especially with the, you know, the tremendous heat and um and the environment uh, is unlike anything here in the states that any place I'd ever been, and um, and getting out there and and working with the the task force that we were with um, in the deserts of Kuwait and the Cabal, um, those were you know monumental moments for us, um, and and things that we talked about and still talk about to this day when I get, get with uh, those that I served with. Um, we talk about, you know, how hard we worked, and, and, and there were parts of it that, that were not pleasant, um, but we got through it together. And so, you know, you, you never you go through those experiences and you never imagine that, that those things would, you know, congeal you uh, with these, these friends and uh and fellow soldiers and that you would talk about it years afterwards and and laugh about it and and the camaraderie is just unlike anything i'd ever experienced in my life no doubt and and the old saying is a soldier ain't right unless he's bitching and moaning but how much <laughs> how much you know because we heard the stories very early on in the in the gulf wars about how you know, somebody's parents had to mail them Kevlar, and there were no, there were dead batteries for the NVGs. Did you have to suffer through some of those privations? Um, we definitely, you know, had our our moments of of having equipment break down and um, and having to do things on the fly. Um, but you know, the thing is, is that there's just an attitude that permeates the military, and that is just to get let's get it done, let's get to it, um, and get through it. And 
that attitude honestly permeated so much of my experience overseas in a combat zone. And um, I look back on it and I just think, you know, I, I always love the I love the movie Kelly's Heroes mm-hmm. because you had the guy that was the, you know, the, the motivator. You had the, the guy that could get things. You had the comedian, you know. And I realized somewhere in there that it, it was very much like that, that we had this group of, of soldiers and, you know, and each one brought something to the table. And so, um, and somebody always stepped up and it was, it was honestly amazing. It's amazing to look back on it and realize, you know, what, what transpired. Except you didn't have oddball trading his gold for a tiger tank, right? <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did have every unit has their oddball. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, that's the thing that you know. I love reading uh, books by guys like you. You know, not someone who went in like I'm going to be an author. And it's great to have a historian or a war correspondent. But the the theme that I've always um, read throughout the wars of history that the thing that keeps you in that foxhole is not god or your country it's you don't want to let your buddy down would you agree with that absolutely absolutely i mean there there were my first deployment um i was over in kuwait uh, when september 11th happened and you know i can remember that we looked each other in the eye and and we i mean i felt it and the feeling that permeated it was it's game time. We, we know this is, you know, some stuff's about to go down. And it was just a, a look of resolve with everybody as we looked each other in the eye. And um, it was something I'll never forget. And, and that, you know, that um, phenomenon that occurs, you know, with soldiers and um, working together uh, for a common cause and especially to defend, you know, our way of life and the freedoms that we enjoy, um, there's, there, there is something tangible about what occurs between um, soldiers uh, fighting for that cause, and it's, it's very real. No, that gives me chills just hearing that as an American. Just one more question for you, and that is, you know, when you do, as the kids say, a deep dive like this, you're going you're gonna to start writing about those funny moments you talk about, but you're also going to write about a lot of pain and a lot of suffering and tragedy that you saw uh, in front of your own eyes. And, and what were some of the things that were poignant to you when you put, took pen to paper and you thought, wow, I, this actually happened? Well, um, you know, in the book it talks about my first wife and, and uh, her suddenly passing away. Mm. And there was a moment that I looked around at, at her funeral and realized that I had so many people you know, that were, I was close to and that, um, you know, the military in, in, in a great sense is a blended family. And, uh, I, I could not help but look around and feel and see what the military brought to my life. And especially in that moment. Um, and I, it's just something that has always stuck with me and, in had a tremendous impact on me as a person to know that um, I had all these uh, fellow soldiers step up and and say, you know, I'm here for you. You know, we're, we're going to get through this together. And um, and that 
that alone, as I became a leader from that point on, I think was my mantra was we're in this together. We're going to get through it. And, um, you know, everything's going to be okay. Um, cause we're here for each other. No, that's great. That's a great lesson about leadership and, and support as well. The book is called Treading the Deep, Inspirational Lessons on Life and Leadership by our guest Bradley Jones, retired command sergeant major, U.S. Army. Sergeant, thanks so much for coming on. Congratulations on the book. Sounds like it's going to be a big hit. Awesome. Rick, hey, thank you for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. All right, good stuff. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back with filmmaker Chris Canfield on the other side. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the U.S. 
USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Chris Canfield. He has written and directed a new movie from Sabin Films. It's going to be coming out in theaters on the 22nd and on demand and digital on the 26th. It's called Blackwood. Chris, welcome to the show. It is a Western, and I'm, I really like the fact that we have these, I don't know if the category is neo-Western, but I almost feel like the Western never went away. What, what is it about us and the Europeans? They just love the Westerns. Uh, I think it's just the romanticism of it, you know? Like, a lot of people see Westerns, like, on the surface as, you know, you got to have uh, shoot 'em up action and horse chases and stuff like that, but there's a lot of... Uh, uh, romanticizing of the West too, you know, living living that kind of free life and being able to kind of do what you need to do, and also it's all about surviving as well. So I think it's just it has to do a little bit deeper with that, I believe. Yeah, no, I, that that makes sense. Let's talk about the plot of uh, a Blackwood. It's uh, there's some nefarious characters here. What's going on? <laughs> so yeah, so the the story of Blackwood uh, revolves around a Native American woman who evades. Uh, a notorious gang called the Dutch Wilder Gang by escaping into an uncharted area known as the Blackwood Forest. And once they are inside, they uh, discover that they must work together for they have awakened an ancient creature known as the Wendigo. Oh, the Wendigo. So it's kind of like a Western Western thriller, Western horror, uh, based around a, a Native American lore of the Wendigo. Yeah, I know. I, whenever I fought a Wendigo in a video game, that was in for a long fight. <laughs> absolutely absolutely they can be creepy for sure yeah it just gave me a chill can you tell us because obviously there are hundreds and hundreds of different native american nations and cultures but how do you understand uh for this film the legend of the wendigo so there are different legends of the wendigo that kind of range uh depending on the area that you're at there are stories that are similar maybe call it something different than the wendigo but the one story that i came across uh, was more grounded into the uh, like the legend of a Native American story. So this story actually follow or is about the Wendigo who actually used to be a warrior and he got transformed into this creature because he was trying to help his village from en- enemies and he made a deal with the devil and the devil was like, "I'll take your soul, uh, but I'll give you the strength of many men." So he did, and then he turned the warrior into this you know ghastly creature. And when he went back to help 
defend his village. The enemies stopped coming after a while. And then the Wendigo, the warrior, tried to return back home, but everybody was so scared of him at that moment, so they outcasted him, and now he just basically had to live forever in exile, and he couldn't turn himself back into a human. So now he's just this kind of soul, uh, sad soul just wandering, wandering the Blackwoods now. Mm. So I wanted to take that and kind of put it in, you know, a little differently than some Wendigo stories we've seen before. So what you're saying is the Wendigo is real. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, the other thing is is that I know a lot of um, Native American culture and, and legend and language and, and obviously the sacred ground is something that we as European Americans have to be very, very careful with. Is that something that you were aware of or did anybody say, eh, we're not worried about Wendigo legends? Oh yeah, we, 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 there's a sensitivity that we had to be aware of for sure. And the Wendigo, like, it's mostly known in the northeastern, uh, northeastern area as well as the Great Plains. Um, but I, I kind of made my, my story that I had ambiguous to where we're at. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you, if you know your stuff, you know, the time period we were around like the later or the second part of the 1870s, just based on wardrobe and saddles and everything. But I kind of want to make something that wasn't really grounded to reality, but also, be uh, I wanted to be try to try to be period correct, culturally correct, and so we actually have in the movie um, there's uh, one of the main um, actresses is speaking Lakota, and then another character is speaking uh, speaking Crow, and we actually had translators and wow. we made sure that we could uh, say what we could say, you know, without. Uh, going down different roads and even with the songs we had a we had a, a song that was uh, sung for us and we had to make sure we couldn't you know uh, do too th uh, too much that was too sensitive so we were very aware of that it's not like we went out and just made something and uh hopefully you know it works we we were very uh, conscious of of all the culture and trying to make sure it stayed true we also during filming we had uh we had some about someone come out and uh, uh, sage the set and everything so we went through all those uh, fun little things to do as well but you know because we were filming on uh, Black Hills on some native land so that, uh, uh, of course we would do that so yeah no, that sounds really cool. We're speaking with Chris Canfield about the new movie, Blackwood. Yeah, normally it's like, okay, it's the 1860s, we can't have anybody with an M16 uh, yeah. but then to go the extra mile to make sure and you talk about the Black Hills with the Lakota and the Sioux and, and um, that's one of the same, I guess, at times. But um, what were some of the things that, uh, because, you know, uh, movies can be so cookie cutter, you're doing a movie that, you know, a plot that we, we've never heard before. So when did you come with, up with this in your own head? Uh, so it's been a couple years now. Basically, I grew up in the in the Black Hills area, the latter half of my teen years, and I wanted to make something at home, basically. I wanted to make something that showcased the Black Hills and also South Dakota, but since I was emerged into that uh to that culture the the lakota culture being in that area i wanted to also do something you know that involved them as well and uh it kind of just spawned from that just wanted to make a movie from there i originally it wasn't going to be a western but then i knew i knew the uh person with period correct wardrobe um even the the, the horse wrangler with the period correct saddles the weapons and everything like that so everything was kind of pushing towards why not do it as a western you know and i feel like it makes the uh the the native american lore a little bit more i, I guess authentic you know more mm -hmm. you know more believable instead of making it nowadays now when you write and direct it it's your baby so to speak and that's an amazing thing to have that much control but also if you choke it's all on you 
So how much, <laughs> what, what, what was it like walking that thin line? Oh, you just, I, I went into it knowing that uh, if things have to change because of time, weather, money, or certain situations, I just had to roll with it. So being, having a, having an open mind, uh, being able to take whatever comes after you. And of course, like when that, when that stuff kind of happens, it's not, I don't feel like it's just on one person. Like you kind of need to talk to everybody and be like, so this is what's going to happen next if we do this, correct? Because we can't do this next thing. But, uh, um, doing both was, you know, was actually quite a bit of treat and having a, having a strong crew and, a a, a, a talented cast to kind of help back you up, you know, can just, it just makes it so much easier. What would be if you had three, five minutes to show someone, without a spoiler alert, your favorite part of this movie? Without a spoiler? Um, ooh, there's, there's a couple. Uh, there's like inside, there's a bar scene that I really, really enjoy just because uh, they, it establishes all the characters. Um, you also get to see uh, one character that doesn't continue through the rest of the movie. It's not really a big spoiler, but uh, she, she plays a really strong part. So I think as far as like character development, acting, that is a really good one. Another favorite part of mine is Within the Woods. Um, you know, the story is about a Wendigo, so you're going to see a part of a Wendigo at least in the middle part. Um, but I love, the, I love the eeriness of the fog that we brought in. All that fog that you see in the movie besides one shot, like really, really high up, all that fog we did ourselves practically. Mm -hmm. um, so to try to create that atmosphere was really fun. So a lot of the fog stuff I, I truly like. And then the ending. The ending is like a perfect, if you, if you love westerns, it's a perfect western trope. Um, and we try to stay true to the Western tropes as well within this. Now, are you already thinking about Blackwood 2, The Wendigo's Revenge? <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been kind of fun to kind of think about how to carry it on uh, past this first one. It's very, very doable, and uh, I know a lot of people would be super stoked if we did it, so... Well, great stuff. Once again, I want to remind everybody to check out Blackwood from Sabin Films in theaters on July 22nd and On Demand and Digital on the 26th. And we've been speaking with writer-director Chris Canfield. Chris, congratulations on the film, and uh, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thank right. you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, good stuff. And um, just as a reference and uh, just for good radio, um, I talked about fighting Wendigos. And uh, it's mostly in uh, the Fallout games, Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, when you get into the swamps. And the Wendigos, to me, sort of look like the Notre Dame leprechaun, except they look with like a monster head. They're not easy. <clears throat> now, you get to the point in all those games, like I did with Skyrim and others. What was Rick talking about? Just stay with me. Um that you can finally get to the point where you can walk around with impunity. Like in the, in the beginning of the game, you'd see something like that and you'd run and run and it would just kill you and take all your stuff and all your hit points. And then it's so great to get to the point where you can just walk the land with impunity and uh, a Wendigo shows up and you just fry him, right? Am I still on the air or in a commercial break? No, I'm still on the air. All right, we do have uh, open lines on, <laughs> on the other side. Ken Burns is about a half hour away. We'll talk... Uh, with him as well, speaking of filmmakers. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violin.
At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for fingers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash delivering. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Want to kill bugs like the pros do? Now you can with Maggie's Farm. Created by pest control professionals, Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control. All of our plant-based products are safe to use around children and pets and won't leave behind a messy, oily residue. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill ant-kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily? without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets. It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right, thank you for that. And lines are open at 1-800-878-PLAY. Also to my uh, French friends out there, mon ami, happy Bastille Day, or the Fête Nationale Française. Uh, this is the, <clears throat> excuse me, or as they call it, the 14th 
of July, which you can also say there. But it's the anniversary of the storming of the Bastille on the 14th of July of 1789 during the uh, French Revolution. And um, it's one of the oldest and largest military parades in history. It goes down the Champs-Élysées in front of the Place de République all the way up to the Etoile with the Arc de Triomphe. And um, you think about how fractious countries are. I mean, Germany has only been a country as we've known it since around the time of our Civil War. You think about Great Britain, how they took in Northern Ireland, Wales, and Scotland. You think about, like, Greece. Greece just recently celebrated their centennial. You know, the, the, <clears throat> the seat of civilization. And yet, you know, the birthplace of logic and civics, and yet um, they've only been a country for 100 years, at least as we know it. You know, you just think about all these duchies and... <laughs> fiefdoms and and, uh, little principalities, of which there are still two, by the way. And I've been to both uh, Liechtenstein, with the capital of Vaduz. I had some French fries there one time. They're very famous for their stamps. And I've also been to a little bit bigger Luxembourg, uh, which uh, Luxembourg City, that's where I went to um, Patton's grave, which was in Luxembourg City. He wanted to be buried with his men, and then finally they pulled him away from the middle because everybody was just stomping to see uh, Patton's grave. But you think about La Belle France and all that they've been through with their monarchy and all their kings, and you just think about even after the French Revolution was the rise of the imperialism of uh, Napoleon. But, um, yeah, the uh, Bastille Day <clears throat> is still... Uh, has been held in Paris every f- the morning of every 14th of July since uh, 1880. And um, you think about um, the Marseillaise, which I used to make fun of, but I-, I love national anthems. I love my country more than any else. But I just, at the World Cup, when they show the national anthem and they go down the line, you know, like if you look at... Um, Spain, you'll never see anyone singing because there are no words. They couldn't, with the Catalans and the Basques and everyone else, they regular Spaniards, they couldn't figure out on a song. So it's just uh, music. I remember there was a country that played the USA at the Coliseum one time, and I won't say what country it is because they'll be offended by this because it is offensive, but I remember they played their national anthem and they went like this, boing, boing, boing. Boing 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 that was their national anthem. And I've always found like with the the former Soviet states that their national anthems are very dour. It's sort of like fong 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 But the Marseillaise, which, by the way, was written in 1792 when France was fighting Austria, and it was a song for the Army of the Rhine. I just love the end. We will water the flowers with our blood. Why don't you 
water him with the other guy's blood. It's like Patton said, no one ever won a war dying for his country. You make the other guy die for his country. There you go. All right, let's go to the phone lines. A lot of moves with the San Jose Sharks. Vince, is that what's on your mind today, buddy? Uh, you got it. Boy, you must be uh, psych- psychic. <laughs> but uh, uh, that was a great move to trade Burns because they didn't have to buy out his contract because that would go like six years. Uh, they didn't buy out Pickles because he's got four years or three years left, and that would also go six years. I think he's being really smart, um, really smart GM. If we haven't had this now for a few years. He got rid of a lot of Sharks that were drafted, if you notice, because he uh, didn't uh, offer them contracts. And then he got yeah. I didn't. I didn't like him non. I didn't like him letting Dolan walk. I like Dolan. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he's got to make it. Just, he's um, the GM. He's catching. It. He's saying this guy's not the future. I mean, you have to give him. But I really think Wilson really screwed him. I mean, they fired the coach before he decided to interview the coach and fire him. Be, it should be his choice, not that. And I think. I think um, he did. I think he did him. A, he did him a favor with that. Yeah, but it still should be his choice. I'm just saying. I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have fired him. I'm not well, he could bring him. That. He could bring but him I'm back. Just, he could bring him back if he wanted to. Yeah, but I just think you should be get the interview. I just, it just. Nah, I mean, he, I, he I just stunk. He stunk. Job. He stunk to high heaven. By the way, did you see they brought back Aaron Dell on a three year deal? Yeah, I saw that. They also got a couple. I mean, what what I like about what he said, he's being. Uh, brutally honest, we're going to have to take a step back before we go forward. Mm-hmm. That means we have to get these contracts off. I mean, signing Hurdle was really stupid. I mean, we don't we don't have a salary cap um, space. Well, we, and then they looks put, like, like we will now. I, I didn't really like the fact well, that we're just, still paying a third of Burns' deal, and we, we didn't really get any hot prospects for him. Well, because he's not worth it that anymore. His contract was overvalued. Yeah. You know, by signing these long-term contracts, it was a bad contract. Many of these, you know, we have to get some breathing room. But that's sort of the that's sort of the price. That. Of, that's sort of the price of doing business. That's like when Steve Young was going to play one more year for the Niners. They signed him on an eight-year deal. It's sort of like one of those Bobby Bonilla things, or like Albert Pujols. You, the Angels knew they were only going to get a few good years out of him, but that's just kind of the price of doing business. But but there's no salary cap in baseball. The the thing in hockey is none of these guys are getting long-term contracts, and none of these guys. I mean, around hockey. And these guys aren't all stars. I mean, it was just stupid. I mean, Edmonton went to a four-year deal, thank God, with Kane for five point four million. So if we lose that arbitration, which I'm sure we will, we have to pay the difference of seven to five point four, which is one point six million for three years. Each year we have to pay that. We go against the salary cap, but better than seven if we decide not to take him back. But that's you know we got lucky on that one. So um, you know that that was a great deal for us. Edmonton needs a goalie. We have three goalies. I'm sure we're going to do a trade with them soon. You know, hopefully we'll get a draft pick. But we have uh, we have three good goalies. That, you know, we could deal at least one of them to Edmonton, and I think that's going to happen. But I think Gear is really. I mean, I didn't like Willie Wilson's moves for like the last four or five years. I really thought he was terrible. Doug, Doug I don't Wilson. Know why. Yeah, Doug, and his son too. His yeah, son, he got son, fired. He's been he, doing good drafts. He got fired. I know too. he got fired too uh, after the draft. I know, and yeah. I, I really. I really think they're, I mean, I don't like to speak bad when a guy's not here anymore, but um, I, I just think they were terrible. I think Gear, to me, Greer. everything, uh, every, yeah, what's his name again? I'm sorry. Greer. Did I say it wrong? You said, Greer. I thought you were Greer. saying right. Gear. Yeah, sorry to correct you, yeah. No, no, it's okay. My pronunciation is one of my weaknesses in mm. life. I had an old injury when I was younger, and it caused that situation. But, okay, sorry. You know, so I try to do the best I 
No, no, it's okay. It's that's part of life, you know. I overcame it for really um, most of it, you know, um, in, in life. But it's it's okay. I don't. I'm not holding it. That's part of life, you know. You got to move on. Nobody cares. Well, let me <laughs> ask you this, situation. Vince. Aren't aren't you stunned that Johnny Gaudreau went to Columbus? Um, no, I, I think Columbus is an up and coming team. Yeah, I know, I really but do. but it's I, it's I, the most it's a college town. It's sort of like he went from Calgary to a place that's ten times smaller than Calgary, and I know he's getting a seven year like seventy million dollar uh, deal, but it's just weird to go to a, 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 a the last expansion team that's never won crap in a little teeny town. I guess he just likes being out of the spotlight. So bless him, I guess. Well, it's also being in. A, um, I don't know. I I I, I like Columbus. I I, re- I really think they're. Uh, um, Doing good. I like Carolina. I think all these teams that are that are you know don't have big names. I think the Sharks. You know, when you were saying about the coach with the um, Boston got fired. I really, I really wish we could have gotten him, um, and I would have just paid him more than um, uh, Vegas. I just think that guy was really good. But uh, I think we're going to get a Rangers assistant. That's my prediction because that's where he's um, from. Our GM, the Rangers have really got their head screwed on. What about right. Andrew I mean, I Brunette? Like that, so. Do you like Andrew Brunette? Possibly. I mean, I, I, I'd have to read up on him. I don't know enough about him, to be honest with you. I, I don't want to talk like I know everybody. I don't. Mm. Just like the draft. I, I watched the draft, and, and I watched it on my phone. I had an iPad. I was pulling up the you know information on all the players. I even watched the Swiss, um, or not Swiss, Sweden beat the U.S. in, 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 in uh, the hockey when a lot of these guys weren't even drafted yet. Mm. But I don't know anything about these players. I, don't, I mean, I just love it when people tweet. You know, I, I signed up for Twitter the other day. I, I just for sports guys. Uh-oh. I'm not going to do any That's a mistake. stuff else. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, I just did it. For, I'm going to actually try to find you and put you on there too because I'm not tweeting out. I'm just accepting tweets in. But I, um, I, I like the um, these guys were uh, blasting our, our GM for drafting uh, these uh, picks, and I'm going, how the hell? Can anybody know how these guys? These guys are 19 years old. Mm-hmm. They're still filling that. You don't know how these guys are going to be in two, three years. Right. I mean, that's insane. Right. You know, I, I just love it when people. That's why I looked at Twitter. I go, man, what a bunch of idiots. I didn't say anything because I'm not. I'm not going to respond on Twitter. I'm oh, just, Twitter is yeah, all. Like it with, like, it, got, it's all idiots. Well, I mean, green. I, I like green in there. That's. I'm signing up for athletes, and I'm, they're, I don't know if they're idiots, but I just want to get athletes' opinion. And, me, and some sports guys. I, I'm not going to twit, twit, tweet. I don't know what you call it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to argue anybody about politics or stupid stuff like that. I even about sports because I agree with you. I think most of them are, are idiots. I, lo- I love Steve Kerr. I, I um, you know, I, but he doesn't play do it anymore. I wish he would. But I, I, I just like it for information from sports guys that you know from their point of view. That's why I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm just some Yahoo sitting on the sidelines, and if I get Greens actually playing basketball, or uh, you know, Oakland A's players are actually playing baseball. It's just kind of cool to see from a player's point of view. And you know, I don't, you know, like I said, politics. I, I don't want to get involved with it. Mm. I don't care. Nobody, like my wife tells me all the time. You know, she, she's a hardcore Democrat. She says nobody cares about your opinion, and she's 100 percent right. <laughs> nobody cares. I mean, so I just well, I'm just remember uh, the rest of my life. Of- you know who Shooty Babbitt is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Shooty. I mean, not a, not a, Yeah. Shooty told me that Twitter is ninety nine percent evil, <laughs> and I kind of agree with well, that. Well, what about the players? 
but the players, I, I mean, like you're on Twitter. No, I, I know. Get I know. I use it. For, I'm just kidding. I use it for work. But uh, yeah, there's there's all sorts of trolls that will always chime in and and say some. They'll always, you know, they hide behind a fake avatar or whatever. There's just just take it for a grain of salt. Is all. Hey Vince, man, I got to run, but thanks for the call, buddy. But you know, you know what my uh, friend told me back in college. There's idiots in every crowd. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. All right. Have a good day, buddy. Yeah. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. 
NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. A couple minutes left in hour number one of three. We got Ken Burns coming up here in about 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, I was talking to Vince. Johnny Gaudreau, Columbus Blue Jackets, seven-year contract for $68.25 million. His average salary is $9.75 million. Fantastic year last year, all-star, best of his career, 115 points. They got to the second round, did the Flames. They lost to their Alberta rivals, the Oilers, in five. This is a guy who already uh, in his uh, career um, has put up some pretty uh, astounding numbers. 399 assists, 210 goals. Uh, He's finished in the top five of heart voting in the last few years. We kept hearing that the Flyers really wanted him. And this is a guy from New Jersey. And I just think if you have a chance to play for one of the great franchises, but he's from New Jersey. Maybe he thinks, I want to go to Philly and have all my family and friends there. You know, he was up in the hinterlands in Calgary. It's about as north as a team is in the NHL. I think it's the most northern team in the National Hockey League. And he goes to Columbus, Ohio, which for some reason has an NHL team. The reasons I don't know. No offense, but why Columbus has an NHL team is beyond me. The Flames did everything they could to keep him. And uh, Gaudreau and, and the fans did too. There were fans that were mowing his lawn and bringing him groceries and and he says, I love everybody here, but he just wanted something new. So maybe we'll find out his wife's from Columbus or something. I don't know. But it's just a bizarre. Remember, there, you had guys like um, Hayward leaving money on the table in Utah just because he wanted to be a Celtic, you know. But, hey, the best to him, you know. And I'm jealous. So as a Sharks fan, I wish Johnny Gaudreau would have put on some teal. Come on back, Ken Burns. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Basketball player Brittany Griner is expected to make another court appearance Thursday, a week after she pled guilty to drug charges at a Russia court near Moscow. It's unclear if the hearing on Thursday will lead to a verdict or if the trial could drag on into additional hearings.
President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid are set to reiterate their anti-Iran position and sign a joint declaration committing to prevent Tehran from acquiring nuclear weapons. Business is also on the docket today. Prime Minister Yair on Thursday morning. The world is watching this meeting. This shows that something special is happening here. A new kind of economic and regional cooperation, cooperation that is more flexible and better adapted to the problems we face. USA Radio News. Wendy Bell here for my friends at Swiss America. Did you know the U.S. Constitution authorizes only two forms of legitimate money, gold and silver? That's right. But our government abandoned gold and silver a half century ago. Meanwhile, gold and silver prices have rocketed in recent years due to growing economic uncertainty. So to help my listeners, Swiss America has a very special offer today. Silver walking liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of $12.50 each delivered. You heard me right, $12.50. Call now to reserve your silver coins at 800 630 1490. That's 800 630 1490. Silver Walking Liberty half dollars for just $12.50 each delivered while supplies last. Put a silver lining in your financial portfolio now by calling 800 630 1490. 800 630 1490. Turkey and the United Nations say progress is being made in talks aimed at resuming grain exports from Ukraine. Ukraine is a global supplier of wheat, corn, sunflower oil, and exports have been halted by a Russian blockade in the Black Sea. On Wednesday, Turkey's defense minister said an agreement between Ukraine and Russia would be signed next week. Amazon has violated a major trust issue with its customers. Amazon admits it has provided ring camera footage to police without permission from the owners or a warrant 11 times this year. In a letter to Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey, Amazon's vice president of public policy said the company complied with law enforcement requests after determining risk was in good faith. Amazon disclosed that its ring camera video allows more than 2,000 police departments to use its neighborhood app to request videos and send a alerts. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best, raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The former elections manager for a Colorado clerk indicted on charges of tampering with voting equipment has been arrested on allegations that she was part of the scheme. Sandra Brown, who worked for Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters, turned herself in Monday in response to a warrant issued for her arrest on suspicion of conspiracy to commit criminal impersonation and attempting to influence a public servant. Ms. Brown is insistent the 2020 election was filled with election fraud. Raising taxes amid a 40-year record high inflation of 9.1% is unjustified because inflation is already a tax increase. That's according to Senator Chuck Grassley, the Republican from Iowa. He was on Newsmax. He says this will hit the middle class especially hard. We Republicans on the Finance Committee just had a news conference this very day on that subject. 
And uh, we Republicans were able to show that every cohort, as the IRS divides up into, uh, into various income brackets, up to $400,000, every bracket below that is going to get some tax increase. So this is not something that's just going to affect middle class uh, or people over uh, 400,000. This is going to affect middle class Americans, sometimes with families as low as $75,000 a year income. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Ken Burns coming up after a quick break. Might have uh, Jan Wall sighting as well. We know how quickly things went downhill between the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield, who's now a Carolina Panther and may or may not start. We know that Mayfield hurt his shoulder in week two, had to fight through a lot of that and a knee injury. Still threw over... 3,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. When he started, they went 6-8. and eight. <clears throat> But according to Jason Lloyd of The Athletic in Cleveland, Baker's time with the Browns was viewed as, quote, childish and immature, unquote, and that his behavior annoyed all teammates and divided the locker room, and he was very difficult to coach as well. Now, this is not the first time this has been reported because the Mort report, Chris Mortensen, said in the spring that the Browns wanted an adult to play quarterback. And so Mayfield's, remember, his swagger was uh, one of the reasons that he was a star quarterback. And, you know, you think about all the things he did, he planted. That speaking of Columbus, he planted a Sooners flag in Columbus, and the performance against Kansas, where he was given the finger. And you think, oh, I, I love it, man! I love the attitude. Well, listen, he's gonna finish out his deal in Carolina, which is on one year, and being who he is, you know, with that type of passion, he needs to 
really come out swinging. And by the way, week one in the NFL, September 11th. So it's poignant as well. But um, yeah, so Baker Mayfield, on the way out the door, they're saying that he was a pain in the butt. Okay. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours and so-so foreign lands. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. We are on twitch.tv. You can uh, take a look at that thing as well. This camera is way too close to me. Come on back. Wendy's new Strawberry Frosty is here. So check your watch. Is it Frosty time yet? It probably is. The hour hand would be on, I'm feeling snacky. And the minute hand would be on, relaxing with a rich, creamy strawberry frosty on a summer day, just digging into that smooth, chilly deliciousness and vibing. You know, depending on what kind of watch you have. When it's time for Frosty Time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Frosty and Classic Chocolate or New Strawberry. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for thinkers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better. 
but it's better. Rick Fiddle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, joined with film critic Jan Wall as we welcome in the great documentarian. We welcome him back to the show, Ken Burns, and he is here to discuss his new three-part PBS documentary called The U.S. and the Holocaust, which will be part of the San Francisco Jewish Film Festival. This will be at the Castro Theater on uh, Monday, July 25th. Ken will be there along with uh, his fellow filmmakers, Lynn Nowick and Sarah Botstein as well. Ken, welcome back to the show. Thanks for coming on. This is something that, um, you know, we've heard so much about people in Europe who were complicit and, you know, was the Pope complicit. And so taking a look at the United States, what were some of the, uh, the most poignant things that you found about that? Well, thank you for having me back, Rick. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to talk about this film. Let me just say that I will not work on a more important film in my life. Mm. Uh, it's been uh, very, very hard and arduous several years to produce it, given the nature of the topic, with my longtime colleague Sarah Botstein and Lynn Novick, and we're really happy that we're, we've got to, a chance to share clips of it with folks at the Jewish Film Festival uh, can't show all six and a half hours, but we're going to show about an hour's worth of clips ranging across the three episodes. Um, you know, there are many people there in Poland and obviously Germany and the Ukraine and Lithuania that are complicit in this very sad story, uh, this human tragedy, perhaps, as one of our survivors says, the nadir of human civilization. Um, the United States is not directly complicit, of course. In fact, the United States did more than any other sovereign nation in letting in people. It was nowhere near enough. Our own anti-immigration sentiments that had developed in the 20 years before the, 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 the Holocaust happened, uh, our own nativist and anti-Semitic uh, ideas, um, you know, traveling back and forth across the Atlantic, uh, contributed. Um, it's, it's a very complicated story. It's a kind of reckoning that we have to make. And what we found in a kind of paradoxical fashion is that by focusing it through what Americans knew and when they knew it, what they did and what they didn't do, what they could have done, what they should have done, all of those sorts of questions, we were able to come to terms with the actual event of the Holocaust or, or make it a more manageable and understandable. Do we spend time talking about the Pope? No. Um, do we talk about the uh, slaughter of their Jewish neighbors in Poland once, you know, and, and Lithuania and Latvia and Belarus and what is now Ukraine? Yes, we do. Uh, but it's mostly a kind of interplay, a back and forth between what's happening in the United States, good people trying to do things, running into obstacles, uh, various bureaucratic entities making it harder and harder and harder just as the situation is becoming more and more perilous. At first, you know, when Hitler came to power in January of 33, just a couple of months before Franklin Roosevelt came to power, he just wanted all the Jews to leave Germany. And paradoxically, as he expanded, you know, first in the Rhineland and then in Austria and then in parts of Czechoslovakia and all of Czechoslovakia and then beginning the Second World War by invading Poland, he just kept adding more and more Jewish people to his occupied territories. And then finally, 
they decide uh, in in the worst possible way, one of the great, if not the greatest crime in human history, to basically not let them get out, but exterminate them. Um, Ken, this is Jan Wall. I'll be there Monday night. Um, it's it's so relevant what you're talking about. So you're talking about the final solution where they decided to just kill everybody who is Jewish and some other people as well. There's two things that are so relevant right now. It's cutting-edge time for you to bring this out. One is that one of those Proud Boys, or whatever they call themselves, that took over January 5th at the, uh, at the uh, uh, January 6th at the uh, uh, insurrection against the Capitol, said he left that organization because they were Holocaust deniers. And yes. that's what it took for him to leave. So that's very relevant. The second thing is that this story, I hope, deals with somebody who got away with murder, murder of billions, uh, because of his rhetoric and his vicious anti-Semitism by the name of Henry Ford. So could you talk about those two things, please? Oh, of course. Uh, I'd be happy to. You know, I, I mean, not happy to. I'm sad yeah. to. You know, Mark Twain is supposed to have said, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. And we've been working on this for many years. And in every film that I've made, whatever subject you want to pick, it always, in some ways, rhymes with the present. And as we were working on it, we knew the extent to which the film was rhyming, you know, quite frequently. It's now rhyming, Jan, in almost every sentence of the film. It's it, in a in a terrifying way, you know, uh, and it's true. And in addition to the uh, former Proud Boy who'd left because of Holocaust denier, God bless him, um, there are just as many people who are there because of a virulent anti-Semitism. Um, we've got, uh, you know, various institutions and states suggesting that we not tell the story of the Holocaust uh, or that was somebody suggested just the other day in the news that they tell it from a German perspective uh instead of from our perspective you know how do you do that how do you privilege the perpetrators in such a horrific way that you would take one of the great if not the greatest crime in human history Mm -hmm. and sort of turn it around say let's try to understand it from both sides it's like our discussion of slavery what part of slavery being wrong don't you or anyone else understand with regard to henry ford it's an important thing and i'm glad you brought that up um he promulgated, he thought he was a virulent anti-Semite, and he thought that um, that Jews were responsible for the assassination of Abraham Lincoln, of course, without a shred of truth, conspiracy stuff, of which we, we are bathing in these days. Uh, you know, he helped promote uh, very seriously a, a huge Russian fabrication, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, one of the great anti-Semitic tracts of all of human history. And he bought a newspaper and printed uh, in many editions uh, all of these lies about this international Jewish... Ken, how come he got away with it? I have friends from Michigan, (laughs) from Dearborn and all of that, and they still don't understand that Henry Ford was this virulent anti-Semite who Hitler revered and who revered Hitler. Yeah, they, 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 How um, did he get it, away with all that? Just because he invented well, a, a, the car and the, it, you know. Uh, you're, you're asking, your, 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 your question isn't, it's rhetorical. It's because rhetorical, they're right. Charlottesville. They're Charlottesville, <laughs> and they are screaming, Jews will not replace us, Jews will not replace us at Charlottesville. There's footage that we had to put a location stamp on in our film. It shows thousands, hundreds, if not thousands of, 
uh, neo-Nazis in the United States in the 30s marching in New Jersey. Where it, we just had to make sure that our audience didn't think that this was, you know, uh, Nuremberg or some mm-hmm. other place. It's mm-hmm. absolutely terrifying. This stuff is around. Remember the attack on synagogues and uh, Dylan Ruff, who, who murdered in cold blood after sitting in a prayer uh, meeting at Mother Emanuel Church in Charleston. You know, he was not just a racist. He was an anti-Semite and wanted to start a race war. And so there, it's just a, a current in, in our human history that is despicable. And how these people get away with it is they get away with it and have always gotten away with it. And it requires not complicity, but it requires a certain amount of oh, don't get too riled up about it. We're living in a modern society. I remember we made a film um, that came out in 2016 about um, a man who's mentioned in this film, Wade Stoll Sharp, and his wife, Martha, who were rescuing people from first Prague before the invasion and then from southern France after uh, the Vichy government took over there. And we screened them in Los Angeles, and several women who were survivors came up to me, two women, who were survivors came up and say, it's happening again. This is 2016 uh, and the election, you know, and I was trying to reassure them saying, no, 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 this is not happening again. Mm-hmm. But the Russians are promoting, uh, a, you know, completely fabricated, accusing uh, the Jewish mm-hmm. uh, president of Ukraine of being this, of promoting, you know, a Holocaust misinformation. Mm-hmm. And, and it's happening in this country, too. So this, is, this mm-hmm. is one of the dark spots in our souls, which we have to examine. Mm-hmm. And it only bless, gets bigger if good people this, don't yeah. do something. Bless you for bringing this to us. As you've well, brought but, us so many other things, Ken, your work is just remarkable. Well, I, I, again, I want to restate, um, I've, I have, I'm working on some important topics. Um, and I'm very excited about them, and I've got fortunately worked through the end of the decade, God and funding willing, but as I said, to begin this conversation, um, I will not work on a more important film than this one in my professional life. There he is, Ken Burns, and remember, you can go to sfjff.com, that's the Jewish Film Festival, because Ken and Lynn Novick and Sarah Botstein will all be at the Castro Theater Monday, July 25th at 7.30 p.m., um, and uh, they will show uh, clips from this uh, fantastic series, uh, which will be debuting on uh, PBS, a three-parter, The U.S. and the Holocaust. Ken, thanks so much for your time again, and congratulations on Thank the film. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Jan. Thank you, Rick. I really appreciate it. It'll be on in its entirety September 18th, 19th, and 20th, and available for stream, uh, streaming right after that, so anybody can catch up. Great stuff, and thank you, Jan. Oh, man, to talk to Ken Burns, forget about it. I feel honored. Yeah, great stuff. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we will come on back right here on Sports Byline USA.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can and start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218-800-950-8218-800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. All right, uh, thank you for that. And we have open lines the rest of the hour, 1-800-878-PLAY. Pretty cool to get uh, Ken Burns in there. We have uh, George Gamble, soccer expert from England. At 11.12 and 11.40, we'll have author Marshall John Fisher. 
his book 17 and 0 about them dolphins the last undefeated team to win a super bowl uh british open live scores cameron young is your leader in the clubhouse with a minus eight outstanding rory mcelroy one of the favorites um right there at minus six also in the clubhouse just about everybody's done as you might imagine being eight hours ahead Cameron Smith is a minus five. Then Barkley Brown, a minus four. Uh, also minus four for Victor Hovland, uh, the Norwegian. Lee Westwood, another Englishman. Uh, Kurt Kitayama, an American. Uh, Brad Kennedy, an Aussie. DJ Dustin Johnson is through 14 right now. So we'll keep our eye on that. A 1-800-878-PLAY. I want to tell you a story real quick here about Barbara Banda. Barbara, it's a great name, Barbara Banda. She's a rising star in women's soccer. She is the captain of Zambia's national team. And she's having some problems now because in the CAF, or the Confederation Afrique Football, that's the FIFA designation for the continent of Africa now. She's... uh, been um, ineligible to play in the AFCON or the Coupe d'Afrique, African Cup of Nations. She's been eligible to play for Zambia because of what they call gender verification tests. She's 22 years old. She scored two hat tricks in the Olympics last summer. She plays in a Chinese league for the club Shanghai Shengli. You think about Shanghai, which is like Vegas, Silicon Valley, and Manhattan all together. It's wild from what I hear for the People's Republic of China, believe it or not. But when she didn't show up for her AFCON opener, uh, it was called she missed for medical reasons. So then you think, oh, darn, her back, her knee, her ankle, what is it? Well, then reports soon emerged that she took a a pre-tournament test and it revealed that her natural testosterone levels had gone way over the limit by the CAF governing bodies. And so the the president uh, of the CAF, Andrew Kamanga, said uh, that those rules are developed by FIFA and they're just following along. Now... Um, There were a lot of media outlets, including the BBC and Yahoo, who tried to get the official report, but all Kamanga said was all the players had to undergo gender verification, a CAF requirement, and unfortunately, she did not meet the criteria set by CAF. Now, another... CAF document requires team physicians to attest that players have been examined to verify their gender and that players do not show any perceived deviation from the secondary sex characteristics and are therefore presumed to be of a female gender. In other words, I guess, as we would call it in junior high, the Wang test. But here's the thing. From FIFA, as the CAF mentioned, the guy Kamango, This was 11 years ago that they outlined gender verification regulations. 
and they required all soccer federations to actively investigate any perceived deviation in secondary sex characteristics, which are physical traits attributed to one sex but not directly involved in reproduction. Huh? Well, I can tell you, you'd have to get rid of every offensive lineman in football. I've never seen bigger boobs. I literally have never seen bigger boobs than offensive linemen. You don't want to go in an NFL locker room. Trust me, you don't. So an entire women's team in Africa has to be tested. And via team doctors and personal medical documents, they have to prove that they're women. And if necessary, the regulations state a medical officer can call for a physical examination performed by an independent expert. Now, as you can imagine, rights advocates throughout the world have criticized this. Scientists have criticized this, calling these tests invasive, also discriminatory, discriminatory, I should say. <clears throat> and they said that these are all devised by Western men based on Western traditional gender for classifications, but then apply them globally. Which is interesting, which is to say that an African woman is different than a Western woman or Asian woman. So Karen Karzakis a Amherst professor who has studied sexuality and testosterone says these policies and procedures violate an athlete's privacy and the tests themselves violate body, bodily autonomy. <clears throat> well, they also completely exclude fantastic soccer players like Vanda, who as a woman would never be allowed to compete with the men because it's the same thing. Only men are eligible to play with men. So... Um, the CAF right now is sticking to it. Remember, last fall, the International Olympic Committee updated their guidance to discourage invasive physical examinations and policies that require women to modify their hormone levels to compete. The IOC said those are disrespectful, potentially harmful, can have a serious impact on the health. So the IOC officials said they heard directly from athletes who complained that the old regulations, which mandated testosterone suppression, generated severe harm to their health. And in one high-profile case, remember Castor Semenya, we talked about her on the show, the South African runner. And she said she had to take testosterone dis uh, suppression drugs, and she said it made me sick and it made me fat, gave her panic attacks, and she worried about a heart attack. She said the medicine was like stabbing herself with a knife every day, but that she said if she, had to, if she wanted to compete, she had no choice but to take these drugs. And then she said she just gave them up, and that meant she gave up her Olympic dreams. But according to Zambian officials, Barbara Banda and other players face a similar choice. And, um, you know, said uh, our medics engaged with the players, and they said they weren't willing to go through with it. So Banda's hormone levels have not per affected her participation in the professional leagues. Before she moved to Shanghai, she played for a Spanish team called DUX Logroño. And now the women's team with Real Madrid is trying to sign her, which she'd like to do. By the way, Real Madrid and Club America coming Tuesday night to San Francisco. The last time I went to see a Mexican team at the Giant Stadium, there was a riot and people poured beer on each other. And one guy tried to tell me to pour beer on somebody else, and I said, I'll pour it on your head, and he ran away. So I almost got in the brawl myself. Looking forward to that misbehavior. <laughs> That's the only time I've seen hooligans, I think, was in San Francisco. There was the Mexican fans. I'm not saying all Mexican fans are hooligans. I'm just saying it's a fact. It was the Mexican team. Anyway. 
I digress before I get into trouble here. Um, Banda will not be able to play for her country. And I have no idea one way or another um, what her case is. But this is something that I think is obviously going to be coming up more and more and more uh, over the years, especially in countries like ours where you can literally pick your gender. And there's going to be a lot of things that happen with that. All right. When we come back, more open lines on the other side. 1-800-878-PLAY. Jamie's log, progressive. The Harrington's backyard, day 27, 3.33 a.m. 3.33, all those threes mean something. Or I may be losing it. Been camped in the Harrington's backyard for 27 days now, proving the progressive has 24-7 protection. They told me every day they understand what 24-7 protection means. Think I'm finally getting through to them. 3.33. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection. Just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Wendy's new Strawberry Frosty is here. So check your watch. Is it Frosty time yet? It probably is. The hour hand would be on, I'm feeling snacky. And the minute hand would be on relaxing with a rich, creamy strawberry frosty on a summer day, just digging into that smooth, chilly deliciousness and vibing. You know, depending on what kind of watch you have. When it's time for frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Frosty and Classic Chocolate or New Strawberry. Limited time only at participating U.S. Wendy's. 
Teams have four attempts to move the ball ten yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and ten, that means it's the team's first attempt to get ten yards. Be crazy. Use a D O G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Wow, that's very elaborate. Welcome back to the show, Rick Tittle, with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. What if everything I said was like Regis Philbin and I started to build, and I'm out of control? Actually, that's just Dana Carvey doing Regis Philbin. He never once said that I'm out of control. It's this like when Dana Carvey did uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, Robin Leach. I'm yelling and I don't know why. <laughs> he never once said that. Uh, very interesting news, at least I think it's interesting. Out of the whack, the Western Athletic Conference. They are changing how they will seed their postseason basketball tournaments by introducing what they called an intrepid evolutionary concept to the sport. What will it be, Rick? Well, next season, the WAC men and women's standings will be determined not by conference wins and losses. It's not? No. Also, there will be an algorithm that will reward and punish based off performance against all teams they play during the regular season. It is the first in the history of college sports. A conference will seed its postseason tournament based on advanced analytics. That means the whack. He did the whack. He did the monster whack. The monster whack. That means a team could finish with the second best record but end up with the fifth seed and the team with the eighth best record could have a much, much higher seed. Huh. Now, the WAC commissioner, Brian Thornton, and his associate commissioner, Drew Spurraw. Can you think of an easier job in the world to be an associate commissioner of an athletic conference? Can I have that job? You show up in a coat and tie. Yeah. How's San Diego State done? They still call the Aztecs? Okay, cool. Let's go. But Brian Thornton and Drew Sparrow are both former basketball coaches, and they came up with the idea. And so then they commissioned Ken Pomeroy. That sounds familiar. Yeah, KenPom.com. It's just like RickTittle.DickLittle. They concocted a formula that will accurately reflect the achievements of WAC teams from November until the tournament in March. And Thornton went to Pomeroy with this concept when the conference was at risk of games being canceled because of COVID-19, and they started mulling around how they could use a method for competitive balance and uh, uh, meritocratic, I always like that, meritocratic representation beyond mere wins and losses in the league play. So... Now, college basketball has embraced advanced analytics for over a decade. What sport hasn't? But this is an extension of the philosophy of, of philosophy that is being enacted. So 
Thornton said, the goal is ultimately to protect the highest resume with the highest seeds. As we were coming up with this strategic plan from a basketball standpoint, which was one of my big tasks when I came here, non-conference scheduling always came up, and ultimately it becomes very hard to penalize people for what you're able to do from a non-conference scheduling standpoint. And obviously, if uh, Fresno State plays St. Mary's, who's ranked, and loses, and then you know San Diego State plays Cal State East Bay, well, there's going to be a win and there's going to be a loss. And so then if you lose to St. Mary's, that's not as bad as losing to Cal State Hayward, <laughs> former name. And conversely, if you beat a better team with the Ken Palm points. So, um, as I said, it won't be seen as, as harshly. You know, like if a whack team goes to play at Duke and they lose, it won't be you stink. Uh, they'll say um, that's not as bad as losing to USF. So wins and losses obviously is a zero-sum result, but beating a top 50 team is beating a team that ranks in the 300s. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of basketball teams, the biggest D1 sport. And so the wax seeding initiative is going to reflect that reality. The algorithm will account for where games are played, home, road, neutral court, and will be based on the NCAA's net ranking which is the selection committee's primary sorting tool for seeding and selecting March Madness. So Sparrow said, quote, essentially what we came up with was a way to utilize the net in order to provide the reward slash penalties for a particular game. It's weighted depending on where the game is at, just as the committee would look at it. And so it's a system where essentially we're trying to promote quad one, quad two games. And when you look at it, not every game is worth the same inside quad one, quad two, just as the committee would look at that. Obviously, a top 10 win is not the same as a top 30 win. Similar, but not the same. And he concludes, quote, the idea is to see the conference tournament based on your full season play, not just your conference standings. Unquote. Now, you could say... Why even have the conference then? You know? Um, and remember, the good part is, if you hate this idea, you can still win the conference tournament. <clears throat> it doesn't disclude you. But here's the thing. Normally you'd say, who cares about the WAC? Well, the WAC is coming off a pretty good season. And in what Ken Palm does, you know how many leagues they look at? And you think about how many football leagues they are, FBS and... and um, you know, D1, as we used to say. When I was in college, it was Division One, Division One AA, like UC Davis, and then Division Two, which was I was in, and then Division Three, which was like Christian Okoyo at Occidental at that time. There are 32 basketball leagues in Ken Palm's rankings. The WAC finished in 15th, and New Mexico State was a 12 seed. They won the WAC tournament. And uh, New Mexico, uh, by the way, finished 80th at Ken Palm, even though they won the conference. So the Aggies flew cross-country to Buffalo and played UConn, a five-seed. And uh, what is New Mexico State? The Lobos, I think they are. I know New Mexico or New Mexico State is the Lobos. Anyway. Uh, no, wait, they're the Aggies. One's the Aggies and one's the Lobos. I think New Mexico State's the, the Aggies. 
Now Dominic's looking up. New Mexico Lobos, New Mexico State Aggies. That's right. Okay, thank you. He confirmed that for me as I thought it out on the air. So the Aggies, they went to Buffalo and they beat UConn in the first round. Now had Grand Canyon, which is a school that didn't even exist, I think, 20 years ago, which is now D1, um, Seattle or Sam Houston State won the WAC auto bid. A 12 seed would not have been on the table, and thus the WAC would have been much less likely to win a game in the uh, NCAA tournament units. Do you know what an NCAA tournament unit is? It's hilarious. That's the lingo for money, how much they get in the tourney. How many units are we talking about? Because it just sounds gauche, and it sounds greedy to say how much cash are we going to get as a conference. So if that hadn't happened, then they probably would have been a 15 seed and they would have been right out. So another reason for introducing this concept is unbalanced league scheduling. There's no whack, whack round robin play because there's 14 teams on an 18-game schedule. And Thornton says there was pushback from people inside the league due to the, you know, the unorthodox, let's call it, nature of this experiment. But a lot more people backed it than not. And, you know, the, in a nod to traditionalism, you could say the WAC will still rely purely on conference records for entrance to the, uh, the tournaments. But the, big, the, the 12 best league records will qualify for the postseason. And once the 12 are in the bracket, then they will be seeded according to the resume seeding system, the RSS. You ever see that in your corner of your computer, RSS? So... <clears throat> Remember, they still don't take everybody. A win is a win. It's a positive. You put it in your win column, and a loss is a loss. It's a negative. But if you lose to a better team, it doesn't hurt you nearly as much as if you lose to a crappy team. In other words, they call it a quad three or a quad four. It can really hurt your resume. <clears throat> and I kind of like it. First of all, I don't care about the whack. So experiment all you want. No offense to those kids playing there. I don't have any team in the whack. But... And who can you name me all the whack teams? When I was in college, I could. I don't know anymore because we're just we're talking about teams that aren't even in the West. But as for how the algorithm works, Pomeroy said each game is calibrated based on the chances of the 150th best team in the country winning in that scenario. For example, if the 150th best team had to play the number one team. Pomeroy's algorithm, which is based on mountain ranges of historical data, suggests that Team 150 would have a 2% chance of winning that game on the road, 4% chance of winning on a neutral court, 7% chance at home. And so Pomeroy was asked, why did you take Team 150? He said, I wanted it to be a little worse than their best team, so it would be to give some incentive to, for best teams to schedule better. So every game has a valuation of 1.0, meaning that every game in a season will carry weight in the resume seeding system with the result, and then you add with a win or deduct with a loss the team's season-long total. But the concept is pretty rudimentary. It just merely introduces wins-loss merit to bring more nuance to the standings when you get to the tournament. And since it's harder to beat a top 50 team on the road than it is to beat a team ranked 200th at home, 
There it is. And he said, the Palmer, quite, if you play Gonzaga and beat them, that's going to be a huge reward and a low penalty if you lose them. If you play a bottom-tier team, it's going to be a very, very low reward, but a huge penalty if you lose it. So, uh, if you look at some of the, uh, I mean, like you can get really, really into the algorithms, but I mean, the the whack right now, you know, I always used to say, you know, like San Diego State, which is now in the Mountain West, but it's New Mexico State, Grand Canyon, Stephen F. Austin, Seattle University, Utah Valley, Abilene Christian, Sam Houston State, Cal Baptist, Tarleton State, Dixie State. University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley, Chicago State, and Lamar. That is your whack, which I have to say is, everybody say it with me, whack. (laughs) What in the hell type of conference is that? That just means they have been raided and everybody left. And this is, this is, (laughs) these are the first people to land on Mars, it looks like. I don't know where Dixie State is. I don't know where Tarleton State is. I've never even heard of Cal Baptist. Have you? No. And I'm in Cal. All right. Let's take a break, and we will come on back on Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124-800-209-6124-800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. 
NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Thank you for that. And uh, we still have another hour to go. We're going to go over to England and speak to George Gamble in London about soccer. Also author Marshall John Fisher in his book about the Dolphins back in 1972. You know, Twitter is so funny because, you know, I have... Ken Burns, the greatest documentarian in history. I, I don't. No one, no one will match him. It's just not going to happen. And I tweeted out that he's on the show. I get two likes, and one is from Sports Byline. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but honestly, if I wrote San Francisco sucks, Oakland rocks, I would have probably about five hundred likes, and then I have about five hundred people telling me I suck. And it would go like wildfire. So just, that's what Twitter is. <clears throat> okay, I use it for work. And I'm not saying people should bow down because I had Ken Burns on the show. But I'm just saying that his documentary about the Holocaust is on Twitter. Who cares? That was a long time ago. But if I say this burrito place is the best in the Bay Area and every other burrito place sucks... Oh my gosh, the wildfire I would start. Dude, you never been to the mission where I have num, 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 dude in Hayward. Dude, there's a place in San Leandro. The hing, 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 hing. Anyway, that's Twitter. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Pilot.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Basketball player Brittany Griner is expected to make another court appearance Thursday, a week after she pled guilty to drug charges at a Russia court near Moscow. It's unclear if the hearing on Thursday will lead to a verdict or if the trial could drag on into additional hearings. President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid are set to reiterate their anti-Iran position and sign a joint declaration committing to prevent Tehran from acquiring nuclear weapons. Business is also on the docket today. Prime Minister Yair on Thursday morning. The world is watching this meeting. This shows that something special is happening here. A new kind of economic and regional cooperation, cooperation that is more flexible and better adapted to the problems we face. USA Radio News. Wendy Bell here for my friends at Swiss America. Did you know the U.S. Constitution authorizes only two forms of legitimate money, gold and silver? That's right. But our government abandoned gold and silver a half century ago. Meanwhile, gold and silver prices have rocketed in recent years due to growing economic uncertainty. So to help my listeners, Swiss America has a very special offer today. Silver walking liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of $12.50 each delivered. You heard me right, $12.50. Call now to reserve your silver coins at 800 630 1490. That's 800 630 1490. Silver Walking Liberty half dollars for just $12.50 each delivered while supplies last. Put a silver lining in your financial portfolio now by calling 800 630 1490. 800 630 1490. Turkey and the United Nations say progress is being made in talks aimed at resuming grain exports from Ukraine. Ukraine is a global supplier of wheat, corn, sunflower oil, and exports have been halted by a Russian blockade in the Black Sea. On Wednesday, Turkey's defense minister said an agreement between Ukraine and Russia would be signed next week. Amazon has violated a major trust issue with its customers. Amazon admits it has provided ring camera footage to police without permission from the owners or a warrant 11 times this year. In a letter to Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey, Amazon's vice president of public policy said the company complied with law enforcement requests after determining risk was in good faith. Amazon disclosed that its ring camera video allows more than 2,000 police departments to use its neighborhood app to request videos and send a alerts. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best, raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The former elections manager for a Colorado clerk indicted on charges of tampering with voting equipment has been arrested on allegations that she was part of the scheme. Sandra Brown, who worked for Mesa County Clerk Tina Peters, turned herself in Monday in response to a warrant issued for her arrest on suspicion of conspiracy to commit criminal impersonation and attempting to influence a public servant. Ms. Brown is insistent the 2020 election was filled with election fraud. Raising taxes amid a 40-year record high inflation of 9.1% 
is unjustified because inflation is already a tax increase. That's according to Senator Chuck Grassley, the Republican from Iowa. He was on Newsmax. He says this will hit the middle class especially hard. We Republicans on the Finance Committee just had a news conference this very day on that subject. And uh, we Republicans were able to show that every cohort, as the IRS divides up into, uh, into various income brackets, up to $400,000, every bracket below that is going to get some tax increase. So this is not something that's just going to affect middle class uh, or people over uh, 400,000. This is going to affect middle class Americans, sometimes with families as low as $75,000 a year income. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much for joining us. Hour three underway. Some sad news from the ranks of college football. It's a tragic story. The Oregon tight end Spencer Webb died yesterday in a cliff diving accident at Triangle Lake, which is near Eugene, Oregon, where he went to college. 22 years old. He appeared to, when he fell, he hit his head. He was found at the bottom of a trail, was um, paramedics tried to revive him and it didn't happen. This is a guy who went to uh, Christian Brothers High School in Sacramento, six foot six, a guy who apparently was from a broken family and was raised by his older brother. And um, he was a fan favorite with the Ducks, uh, both arms tatted out with some very interesting designs. Um, in the last uh, two seasons, um, had four touchdown passes. He was getting ready to go into his uh, senior year. So that's uh, that's really tough. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we all send our sympathies. That's a horrible thing, uh, somebody that young. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. We're going to get in and we're going to get heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours or so-so foreign lands. <clears throat> we are here for you as well. 
the TuneIn Radio app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. And by the way, Sirius and on Twitch.tv, how you doing? Uh, when it comes to Sirius XM, my uh, Sunday night show is on uh, 211 in progress, the Dan Patrick channel. But uh, I am uh, also apparently now on Sirius 217 from uh, 8 a.m. to, uh, or I should say, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. our time with a replay from the previous night's show. Um, so you'll be able to, if you want to listen to my show from the previous day on Sirius XM, on Sirius anyway. It's weird that Sirius and XM have different channels, and I thought they were the same thing. But sometimes they do. <laughs> but Sirius 217 now, uh, West Coast time, 6 to 8 a.m. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. This is a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup sound experiment. We're looking to find the perfect way to hear Reese's so you'll buy more of them. Here we go. Reese's. 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 Hey, get out of here, you little stinker. Reese's. 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 Peanut butter cups. That, that breathy one sounded very creepy, am I right? I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. 
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is 12 after the hour here. Time to check in with one of the sports analysts from AgainstTheNumber.com, which is a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and the results are real. Joining us once again is our friend in London, George Gamble. He's here to talk a little soccer. And, uh, George, uh, I'm a Spurs man, and they've never won the title in my lifetime. Uh, but uh, they've got a pretty good off-season as we say, or you would say, closed season going on right now. They are in the Champions League, bringing in uh, Perisic, uh, Forster to back up Lloris, Yves Basuma, uh, great in the midfield. Richarlison is a little bit of a cover behind Sonny and Kane. They get a loan from Clement Langlais, and really they've only lost Steven Bergvine to, to Ajax. So how do you see Spurs going into next season? I think they've got a very good shot. A very good chance of doing very well, and I think they should be eyeing up a top three spot. Antonio Conte is a proven winner, and it's clear to see Daniel Levy is, is finally backing uh, a manager. You know, I've not seen Spurs behave like this in a transfer market for quite some time. And you mentioned obviously you've only really lost Bergwijn, but with all due respect to him, how much of a loss is that really? He never, you know, hit the ground running. He didn't really have much of an impact. Um, and, and Conte's brought in players that are addressing some key areas. Yves Basuma in that midfield he's going to knit it up perfectly had a bit more bite in there alongside Hoybier. Um I really like the Richarlison signing I really do and I think Jose Mourinho was right when he once said the problem with Spurs is they don't, lack, they don't have any bite they're just they're too nice and you look at the teams down the years such as Liverpool who had Luis Suarez Liverpool fans loved him everyone else hated him because he was nasty the same with Diego Costa at Chelsea and with Richarlison, I think you've got a player there that Spurs fans will come to love, but everyone else in the league will just hate even more. And I think that's exactly what you need. Hopefully Richarlison will stay off the deck. But yes, I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> you know, when I look at teams like, you know, Forrest, to me, it's, it, it's amazing how long they were down. And I remember the day they went down and you just thought they'd pop back up and it's some 20 years before they got back up. And I'm looking at some of the names... And they went to the continent for a lot of guys that I've I've not heard of. Um, what do you think about the tricky trees, as you say, staying in the prem? Yeah, it's, it is difficult, but I'll be honest with you. I think the championship, the second tier of English football, is, is one of the hardest divisions on the planet um, to get back out of. It really is. It's so competitive. And you see teams like Norwich and West Brom who yo-yo between the two because they've still, after all these years, not found the right tactics or the right ingredients to be able to you know, sustain themselves and cement themselves as Premier League football clubs. And that's the, the task that's being presented to Nottingham Forest. And after so long out of the top flight, they're going to want to stay there. Just as Leeds United, we all know that they obviously were stayed up with the skin of their teeth, but you know they did it and they're still a Premier League club. And 
that's what Nottingham Forest will be hoping they can do. And I'm really excited to see them. You know, Steve Cooper, their manager, he took charge of them when they were bottom. You know, they were bottom of the table and they've achieved promotion. It's just an unbelievable story. And he's a fantastic manager. Um, and they're making some very astute signings. We've got a couple over from uh, the Bundesliga. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see how they get on. I think the the moves they've made in the transfer market have addressed areas that where they need, where they need to strengthen. Um, and obviously the transfer window's not open yet. Um, not Sorry, not closed yet. It's mm-hmm. still going to be open for some time. So it'll be interesting to see what other additions they can make. Yeah, it's always maddening when the season begins and the window remains open. It's like, is he on our team or not? Um, Newcastle, <laughs> as we know, the Toon Army, they did stay up and, you know, arguably the richest club in the world now, if you think about their financial backing. But, you know, I mean, Matt Target was a nice defender for Villa. I know Nick Pope has got a future with the, the three Lions, but haven't seen the, the splash that maybe we might have expected at St. James's. What do you think about uh, Newcastle this year? Well, as I mentioned previously, you know that the transfer window is not closed yet. There's plenty of time to do some business, and there's uh, a lot of names being linked uh, to move up to the northeastern Newcastle. Um, and I've just got a feeling that at some point those purse strings uh, are going to open. I'll get and they'll flex those financial muscles. They have to. Um, you know, when they the last January, the last uh, the, the winter transfer window, when they were able to bring in the likes of Bruno Grimaraes, they were fantastic. And form-wise, they were in the top four of the league. You know, they were exceptional and. It would be a huge mistake not to kind of reinvest and sort of capitalise and double down on that. Um, mentioned sort of Matt Target, I think he's been a revelation for them. It's kind of, you know, sometimes you go to a club and it just seems to suit perfectly. And, and Matt Target to Newcastle at the time, I think, is one of those transfers um, that just does work absolutely perfectly. But uh, yeah, Lucas Perqueta, um, I was playing for Leon, and he's been heavily linked to Newcastle. I think he would be an excellent addition uh, alongside to play alongside Bruno. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. They've got some excellent centre forwards, but I can't help but feel. I know they signed Chris Wood. I just don't think he's the sort of player to take them up to that next level where they're clearly hoping to get. So I think they need to be getting some some more forward players in there. You know, someone of better quality. Chris Wood has proven Premier League strike. He's not at the level that Newcastle want to be. So completely agree. At some point or another, they need to be. Uh, they need to be splashing the cash. The champions uh, at Eastlands, Man City, of course, Erling Holland getting him from Borussia Dortmund was massive. Calvin Phillips really ran the engine room for Leeds, does it for England as well. And it's a change. Gabriel Jesus and Raheem Sterling are in London, Arsenal and Chelsea, respectively. But, you know, getting bigger, a real sort of number nine target in the box. And we know what Pep can do. Are you what are you looking for from Man City? The same old stuff? Well, it'll be, it'll be very different. I mean, I don't understand these people are saying it's not going to work. Pep plays a false nine. Have they got to change the formation? It won't work. Now, you forget when he arrived. We had Sergio Aguero, arguably one of the greatest, if not the best import uh, into the Premier League that, that we've ever seen. You know, he played with a striker then and it worked absolutely fine. We had to play a false nine because we didn't have a striker. So now we've got another one in, in Haaland. Um, I, I can't wait to see the boy. I think he's fantastic. He's, like I said, in my opinion... I do believe that it'll be the same way we've been talking about Ronaldo and Messi for the past, you know, however many decades. We'll be speaking about Mbappe and Haaland. I, I really believe that. He's just, he's got everything and he's so motivated to, it's kind of, his work ethic is sensational in terms of his training, what he works on, his finishing. He's always in the right place at the right time and he's just, he's a machine of a man. He really is. And if we'd have had Haaland, for example, in that, um, sort of the, you know, the semi final of the Champions League against Real Madrid. City would have gone to the final, I have no doubts about that, because the chances City created, Haaland wouldn't have missed those, he'd have put those away. 
but we didn't have a player getting on the end of them. We didn't have anyone charging into the box looking to get on the end of those chances. They were all hovering around the penalty spot or the edge of the box because they're, they're naturally midfielders. So I think the signing of Haaland is a fantastic and is one that takes City, if, if possible, up to a new level. Um, slightly disappointed with some of the departures, mainly Gabriel Jesus. I think he personifies you know, the press, if you like. He's just phenomenal at that. Um, not so, I'm not so fussed about backing Sterling. I think, I think all parties involved got a great deal with that move. Sterling gets to move to a fresh start, a new club. Chelsea get a player with pace and someone who does score goals, but does often miss a lot of chances. And City get basically the same amount of money they paid for him um, around seven years ago. You know, they get that back for a player that can walk away for free at the end of next season. So I think for all parties involved, that was a, a great move. But yeah, change a massive change at City, but I think it'll be one that sees City's squad actually improve. Last question for you, George. And you look uh, to the Toffees, and of course Everton barely stood up by the skin, stayed up by the skin of their teeth. And I don't know about uh, Frank Lampard as a, as a skipper, but you know they want a new stadium. They want to leave Stanley Park. They want to go over to the water. They sell Richarlison, and all they really brought in is James. Tarkowski from Burnley. So, what's the plan at Goodison now? It's a very good question, and, and I fear for them. I mean, you're not going to build a new stadium if you're you're not even playing top flight football, are you? And you mentioned Tarkowski's come in. Um, I might be being a little bit harsh here, but I don't rate him that highly. And I think he's, I think I don't think he's a great signing for Everton. I think when Tarkowski was playing at Burnley, he was alongside Ben Mee, and Ben Mee is a very composed, controlled. He can play out from the back. He's comfortable with the ball. And I think Tarkowski looked good against Ben Meehan, but I fear that he might get found out in this Everton back line. And I fear for them in general for their safety next season. As you mentioned, they've lost Richardson, who was their key outlet. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's injury record is it does make a pretty reading. But they're one bright Sonny Gordon, a young player who came through, and, and he's been rumoured to be moving away as well. And if they lose him, I'm looking around that squad and I'm wondering where the spark is. Um, I'd be very surprised if Frank Lampard was still Everton manager by the end of the season. Um, but no, you mentioned the plans they've got moving forward and they've got to go to the next level as a club and move into a new stadium. They're not going to be able to if they're not even playing Premier League football. So I think right now they're prioritised staying in the division, either, you know, backing the manager, bringing in some quality players. But you know, we've seen that before. They've brought in some. They've spent a lot of money over the past sort of five, ten years and they've not really reaped any of the rewards from it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very concerned for them. And like I said, I, I don't think Lampard's the man to kind of take them up to that next level. Yeah, just, you know, finally I was looking at Wolves. They bought Nathan Collins from Burnley, and then they've loaned three players to Grasshoppers in Zurich. So I don't know what some of these teams are doing with their closed season. But you know who does is George Gamble. Check him out at againstthenumber.com. George, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Carly. Rick, you take care. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a break. We got open lines. Come on back. fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, 
Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539, or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Well, I might as well tell you now. You lot may all be internationals and have won all the domestic honours there are to win under Don Revy. But as far as I'm concerned, the first thing you can do for me is to chuck all your medals and all your caps and all your pots and all your pans into the biggest flipping dustbin you can find because you've never won any of them fairly. You've done it all by blooming cheating. Rick Tittle was selected at random from the phone book to host this show. All right, thank you for that. And uh, Twitch.tv with the camera right in my face. We might fix this mic someday. 
and maybe we won't. You know, talking soccer, it just got my juices going. Oh, no, I'll turn it off for a while. Well, if you do come back after this segment, it's 17-0. That's the book we'll talk about with Marshall John Fisher. That's right. When I'm putting a posse together, I don't just get any cop. I get Marshall John Fisher. I always love JF. But speaking of Americans, more and more Americans have been making the move overseas. And a lot of times, it's a big waste of time. Now, Greg Berhalter, the head coach of the USA, was recently interviewed on ESPN about this. And he said, I think it's important to note that some recent transfers from MLS came too early. Think about Brian Reynolds, who went to Roma, or George Bello. There's an argument to be made that he could have stayed in MLS and dominated the league and then moved. So there's a number of guys who I'm concerned are leaving too early. End quote. By the way, I was in a restaurant yesterday, and ESPN was on on one of the TVs over the bar, and I couldn't hear the sound, but they were showing MLS goals. And it was some of the most diabolical criminal defending I've ever seen. And there was one goal where a guy put in a cross, and the goalie dove, and the defender went to kick it away, and he kicked it into his own goalie, and it went in. It's amazingly bad. But anyway, just looking at some of these guys, Daryl Dyke, he was at Orlando City SC, and he went to West Brom. <clears throat> West Bromwich Albion. The Baggies, WBA. That's in Birmingham. They play at the Hawthorns. And maybe you say, well, it'd be a weird move, but he was playing under his old coach, Valerian Ismail. And he'd have a familiar face. And at that point, the Baggies looked like they were going to get promoted to the Premier League. So he made two appearances, got a hamstring injury against the Posh, which is Peterborough. And then he would miss the next nine games. And uh, then Ismail was fired, and Steve Bruce took over after leaving Newcastle, and they didn't make the playoffs. And he's only 22 years old, and he still might be in the reckoning for West Brom. We don't know. I still think it's better to stay over there than to play for the New England Revolution. Now, Brendan Arison, he went from Philadelphia Union to Red Bull Salzburg and then to Leeds United. And just making the cut due to being a January 2021 move, his transfer could be one of the new development standards for young Americans. Get a move to a strong team that has a track record of youth development, integrate into the side, play in the Champions League, and move on. And he was playing under Jesse Marsh, the American at Salzburg, home of Mozart and uh, Salzburg, or Salt Mountain. And, um, you know, winning the Austrian double two years in a row and making the round of 16 in the Champions League, scoring nine goals, assisting nine more in 46 appearances. That's not bad. But now he has a chance to grow in the Prem, and he's got a coach that knows him. I think that's a good move for him. No doubt. A good move. Now, Josh Sargent went for Werder Bremen to Norwich, and that was kind of a weird move. He scored two goals in Bundesliga 2 
and he was set for a breakout season, but he moved to Norwich because they were in the Prem up there in East Anglia. Carrow Road, the Canaries, they got relegated. And they went through two coaches, and Sargent got hurt and missed a lot of playing time. But he only scored two goals, and they were in the same game. And he's played as a forward, he's played as a right winger, just not that great. And now they've been relegated. So I don't know if the move was worth it for him because now the USA kind of ignores him. Uh, but, yeah, stay over in England. Don't come back to the Seattle Sounders. <laughs> Portland Timbers. Woo! <clears throat> LAFC. Maybe. Okay. Uh, Joe Scally went from NYCFC to Borussia Mönchengladbach. And if you had Joe Scally, he only played seven times in MLS. But that's the thing. If you are in New York, you get more eyeballs on you. But he last year <clears throat> played in the reserves for Borussia Mönchengladbach. And he did get a call up in some of the World Cup qualifiers. But look at Ricardo Pepe going from FC Dallas to Augsburg FC. And his struggles are well chronicled. Because with Atletico Madrid and Wolfsburg circling, he went to relegation-threatened Augsburg. Looking to save a team from relegation is a lot for a guy at 18 years old. They did stay up in the Bundesliga. He needs a strong preseason at Augsburg. But look, if this guy stays healthy, he's the number one striker for Team USA at the Olympics. Now he's 19 years old, and he may need to get loaned out. Giancarlo Buzio went from sporting Kansas City to Venezia. And that's a hard move to judge at this point because he got COVID and every match he played for Venice or Venezia, they lost. <laughs> but now he's going to start in Serie IB, I guess. Um, Haji Wright went from Sunuskirske uh, Fulbord to Antelaskispor, which is a Danish team to a Turkish team. Under the radar right now. Brian Reynolds, as we talked about, FC Dallas to Roma. Oh, my gosh. Roma, Roma. Found a place under Paulos Fonseco. But Jose Mourinho came in, and he stopped playing. So now he'll probably get a move back into Belgium. They're saying at KV Vorkrete or uh, Vesterlo. Jeremy Ebobisi uh, went from Timbers to earthquakes. <laughs> that was one of his big moves. This is a USA forward. And Matthew Hoppy, this is a guy I like. He went from Schalke to Mallorca. And Schalke, it's hard to believe they got relegated, but he did. Now, Mallorca is a great place to visit, but this is a ridiculous move. And this is the team that um, Steve Nash has bought. But... And, you know, as I said, you look like a guy like Bello who went from Armelia Bielefeld, um, you know, coming from Atlanta United. Evan Horvath didn't get a fair shake in Nottingham Forest, and then he moved to Luton Town on load. The Hatters, the plastic pitch of Bedford. Caden Clark went on a wild ride as well, moving to Red Bull Leipzig and then New York Red Bulls. So they didn't have to pay his allocation fee. Gerhard Struber hasn't played this season. I don't know. The grass always looks greener. And you might say, why would a guy want to go to Norwich? Well, because you get to play in the Premier League. That's why. 
Why would you want to go to Borussia Mönchengladbach? Because you play in the Bundesliga. Right? You say, Daryl Dyke, you went to West Brom? Would you rather be in Orlando or Birmingham? Well, city-wise, Orlando. But soccer-wise, I'd rather be at West Brom playing with real guys. I just remember this soccer team that I used to kick around with in England. These young guys, they were the best players I've ever seen. One of them got a trial at Luton and was denied. And he was the best player I've ever seen. So you're better off playing with real soccer players. That's all I got to say. All right, we'll talk a little football on the other side. Come on back. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332-800-738-5332-800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000 in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. 
Call Steve right now for your free consultation. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Oh, that hurts my feelings. Welcome back to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, if you know me, growing up in the 70s, going to Raider games at the Oakland Coliseum and some of those great rivalries back in the day, I'm very excited about this new book called 17-0, Miami 1972 and the NFL's Only Perfect Season. I'm holding it in my hand. It is available right now from Abrams Press Hardback, and we're joined by the author of this tome, Marshall John Fisher. Marshall, welcome to the show, and uh, we always hear every year, that when the last undefeated team, I think it was Arizona this year, finally loses, you know, Mercury Morris and Jim Kick have champagne. I mean, is that still <laughs> is that still true? Well, uh, not Jim Kick. He passed away a couple of years ago. But, <laughs> okay. No, but you know what? I think that story was a little a little bit overblown in the press. I mean, I think there were just a few guys like uh, it was it was really more like Dick Anderson. I think Nick Bonacotti, a couple of guys. They would get together, and I'm sure there were some phone calls. You know. When they, you, know, you're, you and your buddies are a team, and you did something that no one's ever done before or since, I'm, I'm, you know, they had to have some pride in that, and uh, I'm sure they, I'm sure there were some phone calls back and forth when the last team finally lost, but I don't think it was as, as big a deal as some people made out. You mentioned Nick Bonacani, of course, from inside the NFL. I had him on my show years ago before he passed away, and that no-name yeah. defense with Swift and and Fernandez and, and others. Yeah. What were they really no-name? Well, yeah, I mean, Bonacotti was the one big name because he had been an all-pro in the AFL for the Patriots for a number of years. Other than that, and of course, some of them later became famous. I mean, Jake Scott, of course, was a great, great player. But, and they were all great, but they were, they were players who had been let go from other teams. And, you know, uh, you mentioned Doug Swift. He played for Amherst College. I mean, and, you know, he didn't have a prayer of making the NFL, but he somehow got a tryout in Miami and was their starting linebacker for a number of years. And, um, uh, several others like were like that who didn't expect to to do that great, but in fact they were all superbly talented and motivated, and they were the number one defense in the league by a good margin. And let's face it, this was your team, wasn't it? Yes, I grew up in Miami. I was a nine-year-old kid during the perfect season, so it did make quite an impression on me. Yeah, I was seven. I'm sort of right in that generation. Yeah, the. The most embarrassing play in the history of football at any level, high school, Pop Warner, happened in the Super Bowl against the Redskins. It didn't matter because the Dolphins won, but it was Garo Upremian's attempt at a pass. And it, that's something that we can laugh about now, but at the time, did you die a thousand deaths? 
Well, sure. I mean, there's a funny thing about that. You know, everyone remembers that play from the Super Bowl. Uh, you Premian lining up for a very makeable 37-yarder year, 37 to make the score 17-0 to finish off the 17-0 season, right? But uh, he kicked it right into his offensive line. It came back. He, for some reason, tried to throw a pass. It went straight up in the air. When it came down, he he made it even worse by trying to bat it up like a like a volleyball player. <laughs> went back up in the air. Mike Bass of the Redskins grabbed it and went for the touchdown to turn a blowout into a tenth ending. But the thing is, you know, I discovered while watching all the games that year, that same thing had happened two months earlier. They were playing a Monday night game against St. Louis, and he missed a field goal. He tried to throw it again. It went, I mean, or it was the first time he tried to throw it. It went up in the air. That time it just fell to the ground and the other team jumped on it. And it was no tragedy. But um, the thing that really amazes me is that Don Shula, who is the master of attention to detail, you know, he oversaw every aspect of that team. And I can't believe he didn't have Gary Premian spending 15 minutes every practice just practicing falling on the ball. Uh, but he didn't do that and it came back to bite him. Well, let's talk about Shula because this was a guy sort of like my John Madden. He was told you'll never win the big one. Shula was kind of facing that same thing, wasn't he? Absolutely. Absolutely. He was the youngest head coach in the NFL up in Baltimore, and he was a great coach there. He, they had great seasons. They won the NFL championship finally in 68, but then had to play the AFL champion in something called the Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl III, uh, and they had an embarrassing loss to the uh, Jets and Joe Namath. And then he came down to Miami. He took them to the Super Bowl against Dallas, Super Bowl six, and they got blown out there. And, uh, you know, uh, he was definitely being known, becoming known as the, the coach who couldn't win the big one. And he just became obsessed with uh, uh, benching that loss and getting back to the Super Bowl and winning it. And he passed that obsession off uh, onto all of his players. When you think about Miami at that time, amazingly, you had the Democratic and the Republican convention there. Nixon's trying yeah. to get reelected. Vietnam is slowly coming to a close, finally. You got Watergate. I mean, there was a lot going on off, yes. off the field as well. Yeah, and that's part of the, the design I had for my book. Uh, it wasn't just to write about the team. I, I did try to tell the stories of all these colorful characters that were on this team and then the amazing season they had, but I I also weave it in with uh, all the stuff you mentioned, the social and historical background. Uh, Nixon was spending a lot of time down there at, the, at the, his winter White House on Key Biscayne. He was a huge football fan. He loved the Redskins, but he was also a great admirer of Don Shula and often called him and even tried to sometimes uh, suggest plays. <laughs> so I talk about, you know, the, the burgeoning Watergate scandal and the and the, the winding down of the Vietnam War and all the division in the country and, and how that affected the team and how the team was made up of a lot of different kinds of guys, some very conservative crew-cut guys, and then you had your kind of wild uh, beef chop sideburn party animals, and then and you had some you know liberal Democrats. But they all, they all fit together, and they were so motivated to win that they really fit, meshed well as a team. Couple more questions for Marshall John Fisher, New Book Seventeen and Zero. The other similarity I think with the the Raiders is we had a guy in uh, George Blanda backing up Kenny Stabler, who looked like he was about sixty eight years old. <laughs> and behind Bob Greasy, you had Earl Morrill, who of course Shula knew very well from his Baltimore days, and he was 
under 40, but he also seemed like an old man as well. But uh, kind of an interesting contrast there. Oh, yeah, Earl Morrill, you know, he was 38. He had been in the, been in the league for uh, uh, 16, 17 years. And, uh, you know, when he Shula brought him down to be the backup, but no one ever thought he'd have to play because they had the great Bob Greasy. But uh, the one game that my family went to that year, game five, we watched Greasy being carried out on a stretcher with a broken ankle. And, uh, you know, Shula turns over to Earl Morrill and says, Earl, you got to go in. You, you, why don't you throw a few passes on the sideline? And he goes, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and he goes in there and just calm as can be, takes over the team and leads into 11 straight victories. So, uh, you know, he had m- largely been a backup in his career, but he, had, he was a great player. You know, he had backed up Johnny Unitas in the same way, taken over the whole season of 68 and had a great year. So great player. He'd already won a Super Bowl in Baltimore after Shula left. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really was a crucial, obviously, a crucial piece of this piece of this puzzle. When I was a kid, the toughest running back in the NFL was Larry Zonkin. And you remember the, the days of the Polish and the Italian jokes. And, and it's like, don't tell a Polish <laughs> joke around Larry Zonka. But Butch and Sundance, you mentioned Jim Kick with the two eyes and one nose. Larry Zonka, Jim Kick, and now Mercury Morris with the sweeps, you know, Butch and Sundance. I mean, just the panache of that backfield when Greasy was more of kind of like a Bart Starr, kind of a more like understated type of guy. Yeah, um, you know, they have this incredible backfield. Greasy, uh, I'm sorry, Kick and Zonka were the, they were called Butch and Sundance. And, you know, the funny thing is that Kick was Butch, the leader, and Zonka was Sundance, the sidekick, because... The first couple of years, Kick was the leading rusher and, and got the most carries. But then Zonka, you know, in around 1970, took over from him and became the, their great Hall of Fame fullback. And Mercury Morris is such an exciting runner. And, you know, he was a great college runner, set a lot of records for the NCAA. But his first three years in Miami, he didn't get that many carries because they had, they had Butch and Sundance and they were satisfied. But he got... He got really mad when they got lost to Dallas in the Super Bowl, and he didn't even get a single carry. And Shula promised him he'd get his chance at 72, and he took took advantage and uh, shared duties with Kick, but he uh, Morris gained 1,000 yards. And uh, I don't think he's ever been a more exciting runner. He was great to watch. What about Warfield? And you just think Paul Warfield, uh, just world-class speed, and the, the guy was like a, a, a gymnast the way he could jump, too. Mm-hmm. He was just the most elegant athlete you can imagine paul warfield you know certainly one of the very very greatest wide receivers ever and uh i think he's still the only one in the hall of fame with a 20 yard average uh and you know some people thought he was kind of wasted on the dolphins because they ran the ball 70 percent of the time but as as warfield said to me uh he said you know bob loved to throw the ball and i loved to catch the ball but we were more interested in winning and bob you know greasy who called the plays he knew that their best chance of winning was just to grind it out. And so he just, he just threw for a little bit of diversion, you know, to variety and when they needed to. But I do think they had a great passing attack with those guys and Howard Twilley and Marlon Briscoe. If they had needed to, they could have had a great passing attack. Last question for you. We know because his stadium was named after him for a while, but what about Joe Robbie and his participation? Was he hands-off or was he hands-on? Well, uh, he was hands-off uh, with the football aspect, but he let Don Shula take care of that. But he was, Joe Robbie was quite a character, you know. He, he was not your typical NFL owner. He was just, he had grown up a poor kid in South Dakota. He finally became a lawyer, and he had a law practice uh, at the, in 66, but certainly wasn't 
a wealthy man and wasn't looking to take over a, or start an NFL team, but he was given a tip that they, the AFL was looking to start a team down there, and he decided to go for it. And he was able to raise the money and get various investors and kind of stayed one step ahead of the banks all the way for the early years when they weren't doing too well. Uh, and he he was a, he did a brilliant job of making that team happen, and especially getting Don Shula down there. But he was a irascible. Nobody really liked him. He was kind of hard to get along with. He was a raging alcoholic uh, and uh, <laughs> just quite a character. But I, you got to give him a lot of credit for uh, what happened. You know, as a Raider fan, at least we still have the same helmets. I'm going to guess you really miss the helmet with the little M on it on the Dolphins. Oh, you? yeah. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> Although, at least it, uh, I don't want to rub it in, but the Dolphins at least are still in Miami, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you win that one. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Brother. Yeah. I, I'm all for the old helmets. Yeah, I would trade a helmet change for them to stay in Oakland, there's no doubt. All right, everybody. Also, you also, you also get the distinction of having stopped the Dolphins unbeaten streak. Yes, the sea of hands at the Oakland Coliseum. Well, no, I'm talking about in 73. Oh. The first game they lost was uh, after the undefeated season was game two. It's 1973 out in Oakland. Right. That was a, the Sea of Hands was a playoff game. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was 74. 17 and 0. Miami, 1972, and the NFL's only perfect season by Marshall John Fisher, available now hardback from Abrams Press. Marshall, thanks for coming on, man. Good book. Oh, my pleasure. I enjoyed talking with you. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. 
That's 800-761-9334. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Back to pass goes Tarkinen. He's going down the middle and White makes the catch. He is clean but holds on to the football, losing the helmet. Chin strap flying one way, helmet the other. Holy Toledo. I saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. Jeez Louise, sorry. A couple minutes left in the program. The Toronto Blue Jays have fired manager Charlie Montoya. They did it last night. And, um, of course, the Blue Jays missed out on the playoffs by one game last year. They're supposed to be a World Series contender. They're underperforming. As it stands right now, they're the last wild card, and they're barely above the Mariners, the Orioles, and Cleveland. In parts of four seasons, Montoya, who just signed a two-year extension, was 236 and 236. (laughs) Exactly 500. That's not what they want. But you think about Joe Girardi and uh, Joe Madden. Those are um, uh, three pretty big teams getting rid of their managers and we hadn't had a manager fired midseason in four years since Mike Matheny of uh, the Blue I mean of uh, the Cardinals so this is kind of carnage Uh, at this point now the rest of the season the team will be managed by uh, the interim skipper John Schneider Schneider but think about you know Toronto what they had to go through they had played the pandemic that's they were in spring training in Florida and they couldn't leave Florida and they were playing games in Buffalo and now, Andrew Benintendi, who the Mets and the Yankees want, they might not even trade for him because he's unvaxxed, and so what if they got to play Toronto on the playoffs? By the way, Kansas City is on their way to Toronto. Andrew Benintendi, Whit Merrifield, MJ Melendez, Hunter Dozier, Brad Kelly, Brady Singer, Michael A. Taylor, Kyle Isbell, Dylan Coleman, and Cam Gallagher will all not be available. Ten guys, because they're not vaxxed. So, something to keep in mind. As the, uh, I don't know, John Doerr, new manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. We'll check it out. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Peck time for another edition of Titillating Sports.
I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.